I'm going to grab this, so I got it. <laughs> ah, are we doing all right today? That was awesome uh, worship. Yeah, I was going to say, James, you were a beast on those drums. We got some talented people here, and you know, we have we just we have many musicians, and we need many more because um, we're building teams and believing God for uh, just being able to do all the things He wants us to do. We've been talking a lot about the kingdom because that's what we're about. That's what God's about. He wants His kingdom known here. How many knows God wants His will on this earth? If you've read any of the media lately, we need God. I mean, what's going on in London and all that stuff, and uh, you know, people that put things up there just because they think they're funny and then they retract them, and there's a lot of stuff going on. So we need God more than anything. I think He needs to shine brighter than anything. And how do we do that? Because we live in a society where we just tend to just go through the motions, and I think. It happens to everybody, you know, we get up, we're used to doing this, you're, you know, tomorrow's Monday, and well, time to go make the donuts or whatever, you know, and Sunday we do church and all of that, and and that, I get it, life is life, that's why we really like you to, if you can get connected to a small group, because life change happens in small groups, because you get connected with other people, you can actually pray for people, and you, you know, just doing life together is, is what it's about, so, um, what you're going to hear me say today, some of it is going to seem like review, and it is, but we've been talking just about, um, we talked about being full of faith for the last couple of weeks, and how faith works, and how it's a law. We're going to review a little bit of that in some of what we're talking, but we're going to talk about authority, getting plugged in, or staying plugged in, or just being plugged in, because we could be, you know, I mean, you could have like any of these lights on the side, that can be a good light stand, it could have a good light bulb in it, the switch is good, the, the cord is good, but if we're not plugged into the source, you ain't getting no light, unless it's got a battery operated somewhere, you know, and then that would be the source, but if you don't have any source, that light's not coming on, and so that's kind of what's happened in the church world, we've talked a lot, but a lot of it has been empty because we've not seen any light come on. We've just talked a lot, and a lot of what we've talked about doesn't really seem to be a whole lot different from the world. It just facades it a little bit. But I'm I'm here to tell you that there is a better life that you can live. And when we talk about better life, life isn't just better because money is your answer. You know, I will say this. It does help if you have money to pay bills than not have money. It is great to have money to to, to to get food than not have any money to get food. But your answer isn't more money, your answer is more God. And if we would understand that God supplies all of our need according to his riches, we'll talk about that, then money is just a tool. Money is not something that we we love. Uh, The Bible talks about loving, you know, the, the love of money is the root of all. We're not talking about loving money, we're talking about just using it for what God intends it to be used for. So... I'm going to be teaching in in just some weeks ahead about stewardship, but I want to do it in a biblical way, not in a way. So I want you to know so you don't feel manipulated. You're not giving on emotion. You're not just hyped up and nobody's just trying to. But that you know this is what the Bible says, and you know you can follow that, and you know God is working in your life. (laughs) Before we get to that, we have to talk about authority. 
So there's a lot of people that don't walk in victory. And again, we live in a society that's looking for something different than what they have. People are out there hungry for answers. They want to see something different than what they have. I don't think it's a testimony for God for all of us just to walk just, oh, woe is me, broke, busted, and disgusted, and, and just be miserable. That is not a testimony of about the kingdom of God. Why would I want to be in that kingdom? I can get that in the world's kingdom. I, you know, I don't have to, you know, if that's just the difference between God and the world, and there really is no difference, that's why we're not seeing much change. But if God could show you, you know what, I got this, and I'm going to show you how to do that, this is God saying, not me, but I mean, just if he would show you his kingdom, then you would listen and apply what he tells you, whether it's through a preacher, teacher, evangelist, prophet, whatever, but it, or through your, just your own study, would it make sense to say, you know, if that brings fruit, would you do it again? Let me ask you again. If you do something and it brings success, would you do it again? And, and as you continue to do it, would you go, that, that, that works. And if people see it working, would they go, how did you do that? People are always, you know, there's, they say, and I don't know if it's out there, but they say there are diet pills that your weight falls off you while you sleep. Everybody wants that. <laughs> well, not everybody, but I mean, you know, if that was really true, you know, we, when, I, when I managed a fitness center, we had those, and maybe this is true, I don't know, we had those things that you put around your waist and they just shake you. And so then we, you know, we just get on those just and try to talk. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? You know, and, and, and our technical term for that would be, here we have these devices and they help dissipate fatty tissue. That sounds really professional which just means they're supposedly supposed to like shake the fat out of your body so it breaks down and you can get rid of it easier i don't know of any i've never i don't know if that even works you know i just watch people shake on that i'm just like okay i don't know and people say hey you should do that i've never seen really any success from that so people have a tendency to say if if you lost a lot of weight how did you do that they want to know that answer so that they can see if it works for them. We live in a society that needs answers. So here's some of the things. You know, we got to learn to live within our means. God can do everything, but we need to understand it takes him and you working together. It's teamwork. You have to work together. The Bible says all creation groans and awaits the revealing of the sons of God. Not God, the sons of God. That's us. For us to understand our place in that. The, to, to take the authority that God has given us to take. You see, we just spend a lot of time waiting. We use the God card. I'm waiting on God. And, and there are times when you have to wait on God. There are times when you need to be still and just wait. But there are times when people will use that just as an excuse. I'm just waiting on God. It's going to be God's fault. That way, if it doesn't happen, I can blame him. You'll be waiting for a long time. Let me read Mark 4, 21 through 25. Jesus asked them, would anyone light a lamp, put it under a basket or under a bed? Of course not. Lamp is a place on a stand, is placed on a stand where the light will shine. For everything that is hidden will eventually be brought into the open. Every secret will be brought to light. Anyone, anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. And then he added, pay close attention to what you hear 
the closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given and you will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. The Bible says that God meets all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. How many needs does he meet? He he says all. It doesn't say he's going to meet part of them or some of them or most of them or every other one. It says that he will meet all of my need. See, our issue with all of that is because we're not understanding how that works. What is our part? What is the authority that we play to help get those needs met? Because we just feel it's all God and God... He does meet it through him, but you have to take the authority through him to do that. So we'll help you with that. Um, Because there's there's a lot of Christians that are just walking around, just hanging on till Jesus comes. And just, nobody wants that. You know, there's things that are happening now in the world we, we don't like. But how do we, how do we live here? How do we walk in victory here? How do we, you know... When gas prices go up, what do we go into a panic? Is God up up in heaven going, oh my, if gas goes to $4, what will we do? He's not doing that. So can I change gas prices? Probably not, but what can, you know, what's my play in just getting my needs met? A couple of reasons why they may not be getting met, because we, we want to believe God, but we just operate in the world system because we're used to that. That's our belief system. We were raised in this system, so we just stay in that system. That, you know, maybe you were told all the time, well, this is how it is, this is what you do, and this is the way it'll be till you go. And we believe that. We, we want to believe there's something better, but we're kind of afraid to try. So that could be a reason. Secondly, we don't know how to step into that kingdom. Nobody's really showing us how uh, to step into the kingdom. Or, or again, maybe it's just fear. We've find some things out but we're kind of afraid to to step out you know that maybe the ice would break so to speak and what what happens if this the enemy is full of what ifs you know god according to what we just read if we hear what he said with our ear and understanding there's something when 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 we understand we can hear stuff and not understand and then it's just like charlie brown's teacher wah 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 did you hear me yeah. Do you understand? No. But if we hear it and understand, you know, there's some things that are just plain. There's no question. It's just plain. When I played football, I remember I couldn't breathe. I needed more air. And I was sucking wind. And I went to the coach and said, Coach, I can't run anymore. The coach said, Yes, you will. But he didn't say it like that. He said, if you can't run, go home. I don't need you. Not a whole lot of gray area there. And you know what? Somewhere inside of me, I ran. I didn't think I could. I was really looking for him to say, Brett, sit down here. Sit right here. It's okay. Twinkies, ho-hos, bring them to him. No, he just said, if you're not going to, then I don't need you. And I, was, I, was, I had a starting position, so I didn't want to lose that. So I remember, I looked right at him, and I remember answering myself, I'll run. This is what authority is. You have charge over you. I could have said there is always a moment of decision. 
I could have said, I can't run. You know what he would have said? Smiley, you're in. Gleesman, go sit down or go home. I don't care. That's what he would have said. And I would have been, I didn't want to be. If we continue to wait, I'm just waiting on God. And again, if he's told you to wait, that's cool. But if we're just using that, then we will wait because God says, whatsoever things you bind, you, you bind in your authority, whatever you bind or loose will be loosed on earth and what you also bound or loosed in heaven. You have the authority. In Matthew, it says he gave you the keys. In other words, you can do that. You can unlock that door. The key is this. He didn't give me the key to your door. He gave me the key to my door. Now, we all have keys to the kingdom. But the things that you're facing, you have the key. Remember that breakthrough picture. You have the key to unlock that. We are the agent on earth to enforce God's righteousness. When the demons see you, they should see Jesus. They should see, they'll see the blood. We have the same authority Jesus had to preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons. If we don't exercise our authority, they're not coming out. People aren't getting free in your, in your realm. It's not happening. Because you have to be the one to say, you know what? God wants me to be large and in charge here. The primary law of how faith is released in the earth is this. Speak with our mouth, believe with our heart, and do not doubt. If we don't exercise our authority in other realms of our life, in our finances, and in other things that we do, then we're not coming out of poverty because we won't exercise that. Some of what we're teaching, we just had some testimony come in and said, you know, we started practicing that and God just miraculously answered those prayers. Because it's a law. It's set. We have a king. We live in the kingdom. And there are rules and laws that govern it. Earth laws, gravity, I don't have to believe in gravity. Gravity is a law. I can't, just because I don't believe it doesn't mean it isn't there. If I drop my Bible or you drop a book or you jump off a building, gravity works. Every time, it's a law. The laws that govern the kingdom are set the same way. We talked about before that God doesn't arbitrarily choose. I'm going to bless this person and not this person. I'm going to do that while I like that. They were pretty good. Well, God, I'm going to read my Bible five more minutes this week. So, you know, I'm on your good list, right? I mean, this isn't Santa Claus here. So we're not, because if we believe that it's what we do or what we don't do, then we start begging. We start pleading. We, because we're somehow God, you may, you know, uh, but we need to understand what you need has already been given. Your forgiveness, we have to certainly we have to confess. We certainly have to be accountable. But we have to understand that Jesus isn't going to the cross again. Everything you need, he's already provided for you. You don't have to plead for God for something you already have. My kids, if they come over to my house, they don't have to open the refrigerator and go, Daddy, please, please, can I have some of that food? I'd be like, what's the matter with you? Help yourself. They'd be going, what's the matter? You know, because I've already paid for it. It's already, we go through the drive-thru. 
And I'm like, I'm buying. What do you want? (laughs) Well, I have my boys with me. They're not going to go, oh, dad, I'll just take some crackers and water. No, they're going to say, I like 17 Baconators and about, uh, you know, I mean, they won't, they won't take advantage of me. But what I'm saying is because it's already provided. Have, has anybody ever said when you were done eating, they go, I got that, and they grab your check? And you've ever teased them and said, if I'd have known that, I'd ordered steak. Because I got, you know, you got on whatever your mindset was. We, we have to know that we don't work in fear. That's the enemy's mode. We just need to, to work in faith. Just like a construction worker uses a hammer to, to get the job done. We have to use our faith to do what God has called us to do. We have to confess with our mouth, believe in our heart, and do not doubt. That's how things happen in the kingdom. Faith is what pleases God. So we have to first confess... And we've talked about this. We have to say what we want, the end result, believe that we receive when we say it, and then put our action with that and watch and release our faith, and that's how things happen in the kingdom. We'll get, we'll, I'll show you a little bit more here in just a second. Romans 10, 14, and 17. How can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? How can they believe in him? They've never heard about him. How can they hear about him unless someone tells them? How will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That's why the scripture says, How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. But not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. I've got three thoughts for you this morning. It's not going to take very long. (laughs) And here's our first one is just speak out loud. You need to hear what you're saying. Let me just ask you this. God protects us. He protects me, protects you. I believe that. If someone was to ever come in my house and I wanted them to leave, I'm not going to try to do the Jedi mind trick and just look at them or go, these are not the droids you're looking for. I mean, I'm going to say, get out. How many understand? You have to speak out loud. They're not going to know, you know, well, they know they're not supposed to be there. But if they know you know that they're there, how many understand what I'm saying? You're going to have to speak out loud. Speak out loud. The old covenant was a does covenant. It was, you know, you had to bring, bring two turtle doves, bring this goat, bring this ram, bring this bull, do this, do that. It was all a covenant of doing. This is before Christ. And now the new covenant is a covenant of words. It's a covenant of saying. It's a covenant of speaking because now, because of what Jesus did, now faith is really enacted in the New Testament covenant. Romans 10, 5 through 13, it says, Moses writes that the law's way of making a person right with God requires obedience to all of his commands, but faith's way of getting right with God. Now, this is the Bible we're reading here. So, you know, it says, don't say in your heart who will go up to heaven to bring Christ down to earth and don't say who will go down the place of the dead to bring Christ back to life again. In fact, it says... The message is very close at hand. It's on your lips and in your heart that the message, the very message about faith that we preach, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, openly declaring your faith that you are saved. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile, same in this 
respect, they have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So the new covenant is a covenant of words. It's one that we speak. It's a covenant of faith. Faith says. I'm going to say that one more time. Faith says. (laughs) Now remember, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So faith is speaking things that you can't physically see all the time. But you can see them in the spirit. You're seeing them in the spirit realm, and you're saying that before they show up. Again, confess with our mouth, believe in our heart, and do not doubt. And we put action with that, and that, that's what our faith does. We start saying, okay, I'm believing that. You know, we, we used to whine to God. You ever whine to God? I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I've been a great whiner. God! You know, but what we were whining, God, we don't have any money! And God, you know, he just told Kim and I said, you're not even saving a dollar. Okay. So we started going, all right. So what I'm saying is you got to start saying, God, I've got to put some action with what I'm believing. So we started saving. Now, people say, well, that's okay. I get it. Well, that's kind of crazy. We started saving change with our change. We paid for a cabin for a week's vacation with our change. I mean, we had all the kids help, and we just started putting change in this uh, big pretzel bucket. But it's just putting, I'm believing, God, I'm believing. I didn't know how much change was going to go in there. But it is about doing what he's telling you. It's about saying, you know what? If you really believe, God, I'm going to be prosperous, but you don't have a savings account? That's your own fault. Open up a savings account. Why? Because by faith, you're going to be adding to it. Well, it only takes, it might only take, I don't know, maybe it's 10 bucks to open it. Throw 10 bucks in there and then start saying, you know what? I'm going to put another, I'm going to put $5 in here every week or I'm going to put whatever. You'd be amazed at what happens. Start where you are, use what you got, do what you can. When your heart believes it is justified and it is placed in right position and ready to receive from God. It is your belief system. When your heart believes what you say because of what the word says and you believe that, you're putting yourself in position to receive. If I don't believe that, then I'm out of position. If I had an umbrella and it's raining and the umbrella's here and I want to get out of the rain, but I'm like, ah, I'm not lining up with this. Well, you know what? That's a great umbrella, but I don't believe it'll work for me. Then I'm going to stay here in the rain. But if I would like, you know what, God? It puts me in the position to receive. You can be believing for something and you might not see it in the physical, but you see it in the spiritual and it won't manifest until you see it in the spiritual because that's how it happens. And then it'll show up in the physical right when you need it. Sometimes like, Lord, you know, I've I had a wonderful hamstring pull at the last softball game. And uh, I had to <laughs> had to go to Walmart for something. And I just literally my leg was tired. I didn't want to walk. You can call me a wimp. You can call me a sissy. Just don't let me hear you. So we went to Walmart to get something. Kim and I needed something. And she said, yeah, you can go get that. You know, and I was just, I'm just taking, I'm just trying to be as practical as I can. Lord, you know, I'll, whatever you say, but I would love. Lord, I just, I speak for a parking spot up close. Because I just don't want to walk from Timbuktu, clear up, you know. And, you know, I went around. Now, listen to me. I'm trying to be as practical as I can. If I never drove up front, how much is my belief system? That's about stupid. I'm believing for a parking spot up front. I'm going to stay right back here. 
So I started saying, you know what? I'm going to put faith with that. God, I'm believing you're going to open up a parking spot. So, you know, after 42 times, sure enough, one opened up. No. <laughs> Some of you are like, I'm buying right in. Okay, 42 times, that's what we'll do. No, I, I drove up front, you know, drove up front and went around the first aisle. There was nothing. There were cars everywhere. And, of course, you know, if you go by the doors, it's just stop and go. You know, pedestrian, you come and you're going. You come and you're going. Please come or go. And I went around the corner. Nothing. Now, this is what I said. I said, Father, I'm just believing. And I just, you know, it was further back. And I went and I thought, I felt like I'm going to do this one more time. Went around, just went around the thing again. And as I pulled right around, somebody just, whoever was just coming out, stop or go, got right out of like second spot from the, I just pulled right in. When I pulled in there, I said, God, thank you. Now, you could say, why didn't that happen on the first time? I don't care. I still got it. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's when my faith got released or I had to wait on them to come out. Maybe they got stopped by the clerk. Did you pay for that? You know, I don't know. Don't know. Don't care. All I know is I needed to stay in faith. Believe in your heart. What's your belief system saying? Remember Jesus cursed a fig tree. Here's a second thought this morning. Laws are set. I can't change them. He cursed that fig tree. They saw it. They overheard him say it. And they're like, "Woo." I can't change gravity unless I supersede it with the law of lift. We live in a society where people are fickle. One day we like something, the next day we don't, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Your, your words are going to determine the course of your life. You can listen to somebody talk for about five minutes and figure out if they're in faith or if they're not in faith. Or if they're heading in a direction or if they're not heading in a direction. Proverbs 18.21 says this, The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk... We'll reap the consequences. Jesus taught how to operate in his kingdom. If we could find out some things on how to do it and we could do it and have success, we would do it over. Wouldn't we? Okay, I, it would make sense to me if I'm doing something and it's working and it's going to continue to work, I want to keep doing that. If it's legal and it's biblical and I'm getting blessed for it and God is telling me what to do, I'm going to keep doing that. God wants you to do something that you love You need to understand the Bible says he's going to give you the desires of your heart He wants you to do something that you love If you're not a person that likes kids, you you probably won't run a daycare center You don't love that But if it's something that you love you he may give you an idea for a business But you're going to love it and you'll do it so well that it's not as much work to you. Sometimes we wonder, how can somebody do that? Because to them, they love it. It's not what it would seem to you. Have you ever done something that somebody else did and you're like, ah. Oh. Let me just say, I have a lot of respect for people like that do welding, especially like in the summer. I'd be like, and you like that? That to me would be like, man, that there's a, a diet program. You just melt it off your body. I don't know why, you know, people that get into Roto-Rooter stuff. Thank God for those people, but I don't love that. You know what I'm saying? But, but there are people that, that love to do what they do, and so God blesses them because to them, they're doing something. And that's what we want. God, let me do something you've called me to do so much that I love to do it. We have to take the authority. We have to be large and in charge. Let me ask you a, a question. Are you and I, are we sons and daughters of God? Come on, we are. 
So if we are sons and daughters of God, then God is wanting us to take dominion in the places where he has put his kids. The Bible says that it's no longer his word will be written on stone, but it will be on your heart. It's not going to be on the tablets of stone. Again, the Old Testament was, was one of doing. The New Testament is one of saying. So he wants it on your heart. So not only that you, in our belief system, we confess with our mouth, believe in our heart, and we do not doubt, and then the kingdom starts working. 1 John five fourteen. we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. Now, pleasing him is God's will on this earth. That's what that means. When we see God's will, that faith is what brings God's will on this earth. So faith pleases him. And we are confident when he hears. The word hears there means that Jesus not just hears you, but he takes the case. I understand what you're wanting. I'm on that. That's what he's saying. So since we know that he hears us when we make our request, we also know that he'll give us what we ask for. So here we're reviewing. We're going to speak out loud. We're going to, we know the laws are set. We can't change them. And here's our last thought for this morning. You are what you eat. I know we've heard that when I was growing up. You know, you are what you eat. But if we feed on the word, we have a steady diet on the word, that's what we need. Well, pastor, if I just had 300 more dollars a month, I'd be, you know, I get it. We could all use more money. I'm not saying you don't need more money. I'm not saying God can't get you more money. But what I'm telling you is the answer is this. It is the word. It is God. What I need God is I need friends. No, you need God. Because God will bring you the right friends. You can have friends. Anybody can have friends. But you want the right friends. But if you can't. If you don't believe in yourself and say, you know what? My, all my answers come from him. That, then your foundation is not steady. It has to be from him. It has to be from him. So then you can get whatever you need from God. So we are what we eat. If we're going to say, I, you know, God, I want to pay my bills. But if, if I go home and say, I can't pay my bills. How am I going to pay my bills? I'll never get my bills paid. Then I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth. Faith always says the will of God. Always. Period. If it's not faith, then it's the enemy. It's perverted fear. So we have to to watch that. So I have to speak faith. So you and I produce or, or we possess the laws of the kingdom. And so this is I'm about to finish this up. We are to preach the gospel. We are to go out. We are to do what God has called us to do. We are to take dominion over the land he's given us to do that. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. We are more than a conqueror. Galatians 4 said, he has given us the whole estate. So how do we get there is a process of revelation. Pastor Gary would say, you have to walk it out. We speak with our mouth. We believe with our heart and we do not doubt. And faith is released. Now, I'm going to share this story and then, then I'm, I'm done. I shared it in first service, but it's really important. Because it, it, it really, I, this is very practical. Um, and, and this might be worth everything the reason you came today. Okay? Uh, this, this lady was, you know, she, she went to church all her life. And, and she was just taught certain things. And so where she was taught, she didn't believe that healing was for, de- for today and, and different things like that. And that. But, you know, she was supposed to love God. And if you were good enough, you know, I mean, all those things that really aren't how the kingdom operates but she was able to talk to this minister and he was able to to show her the word of what it said the things that we just went through today and she said i've got this stuff in my fingers and my my extremities my toes and everything it's just stinging and it's like you know it just won't go away (laughs) and he said would you like me to pray for you and she said yes and so he grabbed her hands and so he spoke to that 
and it went away. And she's like, that's amazing. So, bing, light bulb comes on. And she says, well, then healing is for today. And he said, yeah, Hebrews, God, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so they talk for a couple minutes. She's excited. Then the stinging comes back. Have you ever had symptoms come back? You've been somewhere. You felt God do something. You knew he did something. And then before you left the building or when you got home, some of the symptoms tried to come back. That's the enemy trying to bring that back. But anyway, she said, the stinging's back. He said, you pray. So this is what she prayed. Now, I want you to listen to how I'm saying this. This is what she prayed. God, <laughs> I thank you, Lord. I, I need you to take this stinging away. I need you to, to, to heal my body in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, which sounds like a good prayer. Sounds pretty good to me. But it's not really correct in what's happening. And she said, the stinging's still there. And he said, why would that be? And basically they talked and he said, I want you. He said, it left when I prayed. He said, yeah. And he said, but because, now listen, because it is her authority, because it's her body. She has the authority to that. He said, I need you to speak to it. She said, I just did. She said, and he said, no, you told God to take care of it. She said, yeah. He said, God told you to take care of it. Now, this is, we just read it, Mark 11, 20 through, 22 through 24. If you look at it, it tells you, now listen, if you read it, it'll say you speak to the mountain. Everything God has, whatever you need from God, he's already done that. Jesus isn't going back to the cross again. Your healing has already been provided. According to his word, you were healed. So the stripes have already been bored. The price has already been paid. The blood has already been shed. Jesus is saying, you take authority. So she said, you mean I got to tell... Yes, just like that. Remember I said the guy broke in the house? I'm not going to say, God's going to get you out, you big bully. No, my wife already knows what I'm going to do. I'm going to go throw him out on the lawn because he's in my house. So now she says, so should I call this stinging? He said, what do you want to call it? He goes, and she goes, stinging. He said, that works. So he grabbed her hands and he said, you go ahead and pray. She said, stinging? Now, you're going to think I'm nuts, but I'm just telling you, I'm giving you a kingdom principle, and I hope you see what I'm trying to say. Stinging? Jesus gave me the authority to tell you, you can't stay on my body. That's exactly right. You can't stay on my body, so I'm not going to let you stay on my body. I command you to go in Jesus' name by the authority he has given me, and the stinging left. And it didn't come back. He had talked to her months later and said, how oh, she goes totally free. She said, anytime that the enemy starts saying it's going to come back, she started saying, no, by his stripes, I was healed. So it's done. So listen to what I'm trying to tell you in this. We speak with our mouth. We believe with our heart and we do not doubt. David went out when he faced Goliath. He had to tell Goliath. He didn't. He told Goliath what God had told him. I'm on, this, and David said, this is what I'm going to do to you today. He, he didn't, he's taken his own authority because he was sent by God. That mountain, whatever your mountain is, you need to take authority. Because what we've done is we've taken a back seat. Well, I've asked God to do it, but he just isn't doing it. Did you hear what Mallory did today? Just in this service, in the praise and worship service, did you hear her take authority? 
and say, God, we, what we need, we need to just, she said, what you need to do is just, you need to just praise. You need to just do the, you know what she's doing? You, she's asking you to, to take your dominion. Jesus told all the time, your faith has made you whole. What do you want me to do for you? Why is he saying that? Because of this principle and this law I'm trying to get to you. We are sitting back as a body of Christ waiting on God to do what God has already done. We got to quit doing that. And we got to say, you know what? I'm going to step up to the plate and I'm going to take the authority that Christ has given me. And man, there's a new sheriff in town. I'm going to tell poverty to get out of my house. Now, the way that's going to happen is I'm going to speak with my mouth. I'm going to believe with my heart and I'm not going to doubt, but I'm not going to go in debt anymore. I'm not going to sign any more things. I'm going to start saying, God, what are your principles say? That's what I'm going to do. And God will shift your position into the right standing position to receive. Are you getting that? I hope you are. It's real quiet. When I, when I do teaching like this, people are like, because you're trying, I think you're trying to like, oh, okay, yeah, I got to do that. Well, you can go to version. You can download all the, the notes. And you can save them, and you can have the, you know, the, the notes that we had. Next week, I'm going to show you some things. I mean, I'm just trying to be as practical and easy as I can. I'm going to show you the things that, that people have asked different times. How did this happen? How did, Kim has a vision board at home. I know it's 1208, and I'm, I actually, I'm not trying to be long-winded. I'm just trying to get something to you. I'm, I'm really finished. She has a vision board at home, and this is what she believed. We, we test drove a Volkswagen bug. You know, a little beetle like Herbie, you know? <laughs> and she liked it. She's like, it's so cute. I love it. And so she put on her vision board a little keychain with a Volkswagen bug on it. Now listen. So she said, you know, we were looking for a second car. She said, that's what I want. Now I want you to, she confessed with her mouth. Now this isn't about, God, I want 17 Mercedes Benz and I want gold plumbing and I want, that's not what I'm talking about. She's just wanting a car that she likes is cute, that she can get around in, that she feels comfortable in and safe in. So we believe that. We confess with our mouth. We believe in our heart. God led us to that. We, we determined we're not going to go in debt for it. We didn't. We went, and I was and God gave me favor. I was able to pay cash. That, that bug showed up very shortly after that. So how did that happen? Spoke with her mouth, believed with her heart, didn't doubt. She didn't drive it today. She came with me. But if you see a little red bug here that's hers we don't owe anything on it and i mean just it was a god find and it was a god thing and and it's been good people ask how how's that happen i'm going to show you next week the the things that we do in the kingdom about sowing and believing and reaping and receiving just what i do now you can take it you can do it or you can say ah it it's not going to change me because I already know it works. I've seen too much. We just had somebody come up after first service and said, I just did what you said, and God just, I, I, I've never seen this before. This is amazing. You know why? Because it's a law. I didn't create it. I can't stop it. I just have to say, all right, Lord, what, how do you want me to operate in it? Would you bow your heads, please?